40 Lessons. Episode 27 of the 40 Lessons podcast. My name is Todd B. Waldo. Thanks again for tuning in and checking out the podcast. Each episode, we are going to try and highlight a nonprofit or a special event happening in town. And so if you have an organization that you want me to share with people, an event that's coming up that supports the cause and the mission of that organization, please reach out. Let me know. Todd at ToddBWaldo.com. Today, we are highlighting the Hilltopper 5K, which is back in Churchill this coming Sunday, March 25th. This is put on by the great folks that are part of the Churchill Rotary Club and proceeds benefit the Robinson Theater Community Arts Center right here in Churchill. Uh, It's a fantastic race. I am not running the race, but I will be there cheering you on, on stage, giving you guys encouragement and handing out prizes and all that good stuff. So if you haven't done so yet, please go to thehilltopper5k.com. Click on the button that says register now. If you just want to volunteer and hang out and help run the race, well, I guess help run the race, help put on the race, I guess you can say that. There's a volunteer button. You can hit that on that website as well. Thehilltopper5k.com this Sunday. And it's also part of the wonderful Churchill Irish Festival. The Hilltopper 5K, March 25th, this Sunday. Register now so you can be a part of that race. Okay, cool. Last episode, we talked about Black Pride. And I was asked a very good question as folks listened and there was some additional commentary about that episode. I was asked if Black Panther was a hero of mine. Because I mentioned, you know, as a kid that I read Black Panther, you know, he was this great example for me as a kid and even as an adult as I you know, read the read the comics. But I was asked, is was Black Panther a hero? And I was, the answer was no. Like he wasn't he wasn't a hero for me. I, I don't really know that I grew up with like a real like, hero, like a person that I just that was either someone I knew or someone, you know, on TV or in movies that I just really wanted to be. I don't think I really grew up with a with a hero. I did have models. I, I talk a lot about models when I'm spending time with, uh, with with teenagers or when you know I get to go to a school and, and talk to them. I talk a lot about the models that we have and the models that put in, are put in front of us that help us see the things that we could do, the things we aspire to be. And sometimes they're models of things that we shouldn't do. The two biggest ones are most often the folks in our family. I look at my mom and my mom is this amazing model of responsibility. The things that I do in my house. So the fact that I was 17 when I left and headed down to college. But at that point, like I knew I knew all the domestic stuff. Like I could cook. I could do laundry. I could wash clothes. Like I could do all those things. I could run a household. So that was huge. And I was responsible for doing that kind of thing at home. And so for most of my childhood, it was just, it was my mom and I. And a Saturday morning for me was wake up, breakfast, and work. (laughs) It was clean the kitchen, vacuum the floors. Uh, Quick aside, I don't know if any of you had this, but we had a room. It was the living room in the house, and you couldn't go in it. Like it had the furniture with the plastic on top. And you couldn't sit on that furniture. 
and we would just I would vacuum the rugs and I would vacuum myself out of the room so it left the lines just so but no one you didn't go in the room like even when family came over no no one went into that room it was just for looks with the plastic furniture and then we had a runner a plastic runner in the hallway and and I used to, you had to lift I had to lift up the plastic with the little the little triangular little prickly things at the end that would grip the carpet and I had to lift that up and vacuum underneath the runner and then put the runner back on and then at the end of the hallway by the door we had beads and you'd walk through <laughs> the beads between rooms I don't so you guys some of you remember life like that anyway quick aside uh, so I was responsible I was responsible for for cleaning and maintaining I took pride. I took pride in that room that nobody walked into. I took pride in how I'd organize the Tupperware and our pots and pans and things I do in the kitchen. And I was responsible for that. And that was that was good to learn that at a young age. And I'm still I still have that, you know, that deep sense of responsibility. My mom, she modeled how to care for people. She was a nurse for her whole career. And I and I saw, especially caring for my dad when he was sick, like I saw her sacrifice herself for other people and show me a model what it's like to care for someone else, especially when they're in this very vulnerable and, and needy state when they're when they're sick and when they're ill. And so she she modeled that so well for me. And and discipline. I didn't like this one. Just flat out didn't like <laughs> the discipline. Um but I needed it. I needed it. Looking back, I needed that that discipline in my life, that structure, that order in my life. That's very contrary to my dad, who did not model a lot of good things for me. He was he was inconsistent. Uh, he was very selfish and self-destructive. And I look at my own patterns of living and how I have patterned those the opposite of things that I saw in him. And you know, any of you who've heard a little bit of my of my story about him. You know, there's this moment in his in his last year where he sits me down and he actually his his ask of me as I as I live, um, which and he knows that it's it's the last few months of his life. He knows that what's happening in his body is is not going to allow him to live much longer. And so his ask is that I I don't be like him. That I just choose different than. And he knew he made bad choices and he knew he just he had that regret and he just wanted me to be different. And, you know, as a child, you have a certain context of, of those experiences of these good models and of these bad models. And you get older and you get some perspective. You, you understand, you know, more of who these people were that raised you. These, these adults who brought into parenthood all their own challenges, their own struggles, their own victories, their own triumphs, all of that they brought into it. And so it gives you a much different perspective. And for me, it, it makes the models just richer and, and, and more impactful to know what it took for my mom to become a nurse and what she had to push through, to know my dad's challenges and how he coped with life through the things he would drink and the places he would go and the, and the habits that he had and that he was choosing to cope with the difficulties of, of his existence. And so it helps me as I think about what, what do I model? Knowing that there could be this impact to people around me with the things I do really well and the, and the things I don't do well, both of those could be these examples for people. Am I mindful of that? 
I really try to be with my my daughter and and modeling good things for her. Actually, you know what? She and I talked about this. <laughs> uh, so let me. I want you to listen to her and I, the two of us. We had a conversation about models. So let's let's listen listen to that really quickly. Hi, Samaya. Hi, Daddy. <laughs> Thanks for helping me. You're welcome. This is a special segment of the Forty Lessons podcast for episode 27. I So this episode, I am thinking about my own heroes or, or models or people that have helped me to understand myself a little bit better and maybe give me something to, um, as I look at you know who I want to be, especially when I was younger, maybe around your age, who did yeah. I want to be when I grew up, right? Mm-hmm. And so I had models yeah. for that. Um, so my question, Mm-hmm. For you, do you have a role model? Well, all right, let's, let's, before I ask you that, what is, for you, how would you define a role model or a model? Um, probably, like, someone, someone you look up to, mm-hmm. someone, um, someone you follow, like, you, um, kind of do, kind of do what they do. Okay. How how do you do that? How do you follow someone? Like, for instance, if someone is, um, I don't know, taking taking some of their time to mow their neighbor's lawn or something, mm-hmm. maybe you would um, do something, do something like that. So watching someone mow the lawn would teach you how to mow the lawn? Is that what you're saying? No. So, like, watching someone, watching someone do something. Oh. Like, and kind of inspires you to, okay. to do so it. So not also. necessarily the same act. Yeah. Right? So not necessarily mowing, but taking care of someone else. Yeah. Okay. And inspiring you to then do something. Yeah. Maybe not the same thing. Yeah, not the same thing. Not necessarily. But yeah. Who does that for you? Who inspires you? The people that inspire me the most are um, you and you and mommy. Okay. Both. What? So I'll ask you two questions about that. What do we do that inspires you? Taking care, taking care of others, um, making um, making good, making good choices, and just like stuff that you would. Do mm-hmm. on a normal on a normal basis. Like, so those things inspire you to do what? It inspires me to to um, help to help others that are in need, or help others who um, may seem like may um, may seem that they need help, mm-hmm. but not help every single person you see who looks like yeah they need help like not every single right person you see okay yeah we we talked i remember you and i talked about so today we we just hung out in carytown yeah today so we like to walk through carytown and yeah 
And then we go to the shops and look at stuff. And Daddy bought scarves today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we ate at Burger Batch. And so we just we walk around, yeah. you know, and look at stuff. And oftentimes there are people asking for money. Mm-hmm. And you know, you and I talked about that there are sometimes people doing that. Some of those people really do need help, but sometimes they don't. Yeah. And that's unfortunate that there are people who um, they panhandle, they, they stand out and they ask for things and they don't always really need the help. They're just trying to take advantage of people's generosity. And that's really unfortunate. Yeah. And so there are, but we talked about, so there are other ways if you really want to help someone who is homeless, if you want to help someone who needs, who doesn't maybe have access to food or to shelter, uh, there are ways to, to do that. So if you're, if that's what you want to do, there are ways to find people who really need that. Yeah. You know? Okay. So what are you going to do with this inspiration? So you've got mommy who inspires you. You've got daddy who inspires you. What are you going to do with that? Or what do you do with that? Um, Is there an example of something that you've done that you can think of that you did? It's like, oh, yeah, that was inspired by what mommy or daddy did. Hmm. Hmm. Nothing. Can't remember anything. Let's see. <laughs> You've been inspired to do nothing. <laughs> All right, that's fine. No problem. Do you think that there are people who I, I talk about people having models of two things? You could have a model of something that is something you should do, or it could be the opposite. It could be a model of something you should not do. Yeah. Yeah. So do you do you have models around you of things you should not do? Um have you seen those? Experienced those? You might not yet. I don't know what you have. Don't I don't think so. Okay. So if people don't have either, do you think it's important? Do you think models are important for us? Whether good or bad, do you think it's important for us to have something that helps us look and dream and imagine about who we who we could be in the future and the kind of things that we could do? I think um, I think that it is important because um, like it's nice to kind of have an idea of what kind of what kind of person you might be like in the future. Mm-hmm. Also, because I think that you should um, you should kind of kind of go your own way, but do it based off of something. That's that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like, don't like not exactly, not exactly what someone else is doing, but um, kind of on the kind of on the same same path. But just do it your way. Yeah, just do it your Individualize way. Individualize it for yeah for you. That's good. That was wise. <laughs> it was wise for a ten year old. Be inspired by other people, but. Do it your way, right? Be authentic to who you are and be inspired by people, but yeah, put your own, your own flair on it, your own <laughs> style. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You're welcome. This is helpful. I appreciate your contribution to the 40 Lessons Podcast. No problem. <laughs> I, I love when she and I get to put the mic on and, and talk to each other. So it's, it's important. It's important for, for me to think about what I model for her, what I model for others in this community, and, and just trying to be an example of 
someone who's trying to just use what I have and just do something. This podcast is is something. My service with these organizations is is something. In my career, it's it's just it's something. And my something is just like your something. We just got we got to do something with it. And that's what I've tried to model to her. And I think she's seen some of that. And so I think the the opportunity for all of us is just to be available, like to be available for the opportunity when it comes to realize this is this is doing something for someone else. Are we accessible to even allow someone to get close enough to understand why we do the things that we do? I mentioned perspective and perspective with my parents helped me understand the why, what was deeper in each of them, really causing the things that I saw. I couldn't, and I couldn't understand the why as a, as a child. It, I had to be much older to do that. But are there opportunities for us to be really accessible to people and available to people, or even putting ourselves in, in very deliberately into places where we know we are modeling for others, that we're maybe we're a mentor, we're a big brother, we're a big sister. Like we put ourselves in places where folks get our story. They hear about how we got from point A to point B. This is how the person you see before you, this is how I was shaped, this is how I was formed. That's the that's the opportunity for us. And I've I've been really blessed when I've been able to, you know, I think about when I've, like I said, I've I've stood in front of you know, high school kids and told them my story, you know, and they hear the intro of this guy who's done these things and been these places and like, oh, wow, that's really cool. You know, and, and it starts to become, oh, I wonder how I can do that. And then I share with them the journey like, oh, that was hard. I was like, yeah, it, it is hard, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Like it's worth the push through the difficulty It's worth the challenges to get to the place where you're closer to the vision of, of what you want for your life and who you think you want to be. The mistakes are fine. The failures are fine because that all builds that character that you need to handle that success that's coming. So my my hope for you is that if you have the opportunity, please take advantage of it. Be a model for someone else. Be accessible to them. Be available to them, and just let them let them know your story, so that it can it can benefit them. And if you are searching for a model. I hope that you will look around, look for those opportunities and people, and I might take a little little boldness and reach out a little bit to say, I would love to know your story. I, I see you, the things you do, that's intriguing. That's, you know, I just, I'd love to know your story. Could you just, could we go to lunch and could you tell me your your story? Um, that's my hope for, for you. And my hope for us is that we'll find places around our city uh, around our neighborhoods that really need our influence, that really need us to 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 pour, to pour into them, to pour in love and hope, to pour in our skills, our expertise, to pour in laughter, to pour in joy, to pour in compassion, empathy. Like there's so many places ready for us to just pour ourselves into people. Just look for it. Do it. This city is is longing for us to to do that. There's so much opportunity. Um, there there are every day just tough, hard things that we deal with. But you being there to pour in joy and to pour in perspective, to pour in compassion can oh, it can it can shift everything for a person. 
they could be in that that last moment feeling like they just they can't press through the things that are hard for them. And you who have hope and you who have courage and you who have joy to pour some of that into someone else. That's an amazing opportunity. And we all have that. We just got to open our eyes. We got to be available for that. But our city needs that. Our people need that. And so my hope for us is that we'll we'll do that for each other, that we'll pour in and give of ourselves to make others better. My name is Todd B. Waldo. This is the 40 Lessons Podcast. As always, your comments and questions, send them. Email me, Todd at ToddBWaldo.com. Got some special things we're working on over the next few weeks. We've got some other special guests that are going to be jumping into the podcast. So excited about that. And like I said, if you are interested in having your nonprofit or your special event highlighted on the podcast, please let me know. And if you're interested in sponsoring the podcast, you can do that too. All of that. Send it my way, Todd at ToddBWaldo.com. As always, as always, please take care of yourself and let's make sure we're taking care of each other. 